Hello again running friends, it's James here again and I am back with another one of my daily running podcasts. I wanted to spend a bit of time today just answering a question that came in on the first day challenge Transform Your Running Facebook group. So Joanne asks a question about calculating what pace you should be aiming for in terms of target marathon pace on race day and how to set a realistic goal at the beginning of your training block leading up to a marathon. Okay, so this is certainly something, especially for those of us who are refocusing after perhaps a spring marathon or perhaps after, you know, recent, uh, recent event, refocusing on a distance, which perhaps doesn't have to be marathon coming up later in the year. It could be or planning an autumn half marathon or a 10k or something like that. What we're saying here is as relevant as practical for those distances as the marathon itself. So, I want to just get into a couple of specifics in terms of how I go about setting myself initial goals and then obviously looking at uh, what's realistic perhaps on race day for my own, uh, my own running, my own training, but also for clients that I work with. So realistically, it gets a heck of a lot easier when you've got a recent race result one way or the other. Um, and it doesn't have to be a recent, uh, a recent marathon or a recent half marathon or anything like that. Um, if you're looking for particularly any kind of data that you can extrapolate out for working towards a marathon goal, then a, a recent half marathon or a recent 10k is certainly more useful than a recent 5k, although a recent 5k is a good start, definitely. Um, but equally, any kind of time recently over a known distance where you know you gave it your best effort is going to give us a great indication of current levels of fitness. With that, you can then head on over to one of many different uh, cal uh, pacing calculators that you can find online. I particularly like the Jack Daniels V-Dots calculator where you can enter in your recent race result for the given distance and it will actually spit out not only um, based on that time predicted uh, race results or you know predicted times for specific uh, distances. So you could enter in a known 10k and it would extrapolate out what based on uh, Jack Daniels work they um, they suggest your your half marathon time would be if you trained appropriately and what your marathon time would be if you trained appropriately with your current level of fitness. And in my experience, they are remarkably accurate. So that's certainly a great way for you to start to get an idea in terms of realistic goal for your current level of fitness. The way not to use those calculators is to reverse engineer it and to say, right, I want to run a 330 marathon. So I'm going to type in 330 and uh, hit the marathon uh, the marathon um, selection on the drop down menu as your distance and then see what that, that then would have to equate to in terms of training paces. That's not the way to do it because what you'll end up doing is selecting a time based on your goal of where you would like to be in 12, 16 weeks time. And it will give you paces based on the fitness for that, which you'll then have to go out and head out the door this week and try and achieve, which would probably end up with you overreaching and maybe opening yourself up for more risk of injury. It's far more appropriate to take a recent race result from the last few weeks, enter that in, and then from there, get some data or some suggested, not only um, not only 
finish times, you know, predictive finish times, but also training paces for given, uh, again, given distances, if we're talking about intervals or given, um, you know, pace per K, pace per mile, etc., etc., for certain types of run based on your current level of fitness. Because what you can then do is retest four weeks, six weeks down the line. Perhaps you go and do a 5K, so perhaps you've gone and done a park run or a local 10K or something like that. You enter in the the more recent updated race results and most likely it'll see an improvement and it will give you a new updated set of training paces. And that for me would be a far more realistic way of doing it, far more sensible way of doing it, um, well, then just picking something out of the air as a kind of a, a dream scenario um, a dream scenario goal for race day. Instead, you can have a goal for race day, which is very much based on your current level of fitness. And then as you're using that process of picking a, picking a, a race to then go and update further down the line, your training paces as you get further into your marathon program, you can then at that point completely change your training paces based on your new level of fitness and then completely revisit the idea of okay if this is where I am now uh, fitness wise then what's that going to equate to in terms of potential finish time on marathon day and again you can adjust your expectations adjust your pacing strategies off the back of that. So I hope that helps Um, again I know for a lot of you, this will be uh, teaching you to suck eggs. This will be certainly uh, not new information, but for a lot of people that I have conversa- conversations with about pacing, about pace calculators, um, a lot of people are not aware that they exist. So, you know, just starting to kind of highlight this kind of thing can make such a difference in terms of giving you a little bit of a reference point when you've got a recent result. Um, available. So like I said, the recent 5k, recent 10k, recent half marathon. If you are training for a marathon, then a, a recent half marathon is an ideal time, uh, sorry, an ideal result to add in as your, your kind of recent finish time. Far more appropriate than basing it off a recent 5k. If you're training for a half marathon, then again, entering in a recent 10k time or 10 mile time is far more appropriate than a 5k um, again the the closer to the distance you're looking to train or you're looking to train for rather um, the more accurate I find that these calculators are and they all work on the premise as well of working on the almost kind of understanding or working on the assumption that you're going to get the training, um, going to get the training done. It's not to say that, well done, you ran 20 minutes for 20 minutes and change for your 5k, which means that therefore you should be able to run X for your marathon. Okay. It doesn't work like that if you haven't done the training. Okay. It works very much on the understanding that the, uh, the miles would have been done in training. And for that equivalent level of fitness, if the miles are done in training, then it should get you to a point where marathon wise, it gives you an indication of, uh, of where you should be. Hope that makes sense. Hope that helps. I'll speak to you tomorrow, folks. I hope you have a great weekend. Don't forget, if you are enjoying these daily podcast episodes, do head on over to the iTunes store and leave a review, leave a rating. I'd love to know what's on your mind. I'd love to uh, hear whether you're enjoying this and any feedback you may have as well. I'd love to know what kind of episodes, what kind of information you'd find helpful. Okay, that'll really help me in terms of shaping this podcast going forward. I'll speak to you very soon. I'll speak to you tomorrow. Take care. Bye now.